is the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 93. We're going to talk about deservedness. And what does that even mean? When I hear deservedness, I think of self-worth. I think of feeling worthy for your desires. And I think of how often we block the flow of what we say we want because on a deep level, we don't believe we deserve it. So in today's episode, we're going to dig into that idea. As always, we'll be using ourselves as examples, (laughs) how we continue to get in our own way of what we want, bringing awareness to it, and then trying to move out of the way of what we want. Um, we, a quick note on that. Um, I heard recently um, my mentor explain that to actually exp- to actually know something, you have to experience it. Mm-hmm. That's the, or maybe not. That's not the only way to know something, but that's the best account for how to share an experience is to actually have the experience. You can read about it in a book, and you can kind of assume what it felt like, but when you actually have the experience, you actually know what it's like. So that's why we share our experiences. Right. Because that's how we actually qualify what we're talking about. And if we only shared other people's experiences, that would be weird. That would be very weird. <laughs> so basically, we, um, we one of the top ways that we've noticed this deservedness thing is in the realm of going after something that we want and and then not experiencing it maybe as quickly as we'd like. And then you have to try to dig around and understand, is it because I'm doing something wrong? Or is it because my energy and my thoughts are not truly aligned? Like I'm not a vibrational match for what I say I want um, or somewhere in between. And one example for us has been exploring the idea of moving into a different house, which we've talked about a lot. Um, it's just kind of... The, one of the main things that keeps popping up for us is as we have two children and two adults living in this home with one full bathroom, it's one of those things like, do we want to create a solution for this problem or do we want to... At the same time, to be honest, I think we both um, thrive on having that carrot in front of us, that goal that that we want to achieve yeah. in the house's what's current right now in our it's a shared vision so Mm -hmm. for us before uh the house goal it was you quitting your job Mm -hmm. goal and in december of 2019 you did that and that was phenomenal before you we reached that goal we were striving and growing and evolving Mm -hmm. and and getting out of our own way to become who we needed to be in order to make that happen so one of the things that when it comes to the deservedness that i think is really unique is that you'll pull up a house that's contemporary, mm-hmm. um, a brand new build, very unique. And I'll see the price point and it's not a matter of, oh, I don't think we'll ever be able to afford that or buy that. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't use language like that. Mm-hmm. I've always used language like I wouldn't choose to spend my money on that. Or if I, when I really want that, I'll create it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some level of who am I to live in a home that nice? Yeah. And yet I go on walks and we go on drives and we see people all the time living in houses like that. Someone's going to live in that house. Mm-hmm. So like, why wouldn't I? 
And I think on some level, there is this deservedness. It makes me very uncomfortable to experience so many nice things, maybe. And exploring what that means and, and how I'm keeping myself stuck. I'd be curious in your... How do you define the deservedness part of it? Like, like you think that you shouldn't because others can't, or you think that you yourself don't deserve to have that nice thing? You know I don't, what I mean? None of it's on a conscious level. Like, yeah. well, I don't deserve that. Yeah. No, it's, it's a deeper unconscious program, I think, mm-hmm. of who am I to, to use all that money to go towards that when... Like the example you use, there are people who are hungry. Mm-hmm. There are people who are hungry, and who am I to spend all that money on a house when you could spend a tenth of that and also live in a house? Mm-hmm. And as you and I explored uh, a little bit earlier, there's nothing about playing small that helps other people be less hungry or more hungry. Right. In fact, when we do step into our creative power of manifesting what we want, Typically, we're going to create more change in the world mm-hmm. and we're going to bring more. Um, our happiness actually can flow over and help more people versus if we lower our vibration and we become very sad for all the sad things going on. It's attract more sad. You attract more sad yeah. and nobody really benefits at all. I'm not able to be of service to any of those people, myself included, when I allow that vibration to take over. So when I hear deservedness, I think of... Um, a deep unconscious um, pattern of feeling unworthy for something you desire or that you haven't quite earned it yet. So unworthy is kind of an extreme. We don't walk around with this unworthy sign on our head. I think as individuals, we have to overcome this idea of um, I have to earn this or who am I to have this when other people don't. It's, I think that's funny because I think if you were to ask people, um, are you worthy of this? I, I think, or at least my response would be no. <laughs> and it, just pick anything. It doesn't matter. But I now believe that we're born worthy. Like it's not something that you earn, gain, work your way up to. You already have it. You've always had it. And I don't know where that happened where in our psyche that we we think it's something we have to work up to and gain. Like you've always been worthy. Everyone is always worthy. Well, I was actually listening yeah. to my mentor this morning while I was getting ready, taking a shower and it's Steve Chandler and I bought I've purchased a couple of his audio courses and he was talking about how the label of earning a living is something that it starts very young. Yeah. You are given the idea that you have to earn a living and earn your worth and pull your weight mm-hmm. and money doesn't go on trees <laughs> grow, grow on trees yeah. um and all the cliches yeah so basically it's some of that programming and and he even pointed out like how we as parents will be like oh they are terrible at cleaning their room will they ever be able to make it in the world <laughs> and how so much of that is programming that we sometimes unintentionally instill in like oh they're not go-getters I told them to mow the yard and they didn't mow the yard or whatever. Those are his examples. Um, yeah, but pick like some of, well, I guess it depends how you, you define success, but pick some of the most wealthiest people in the world. Do you think they make their beds? Do you think they mow their own yards? Do you think they blah, 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 blah? They might make their own bed. Um, and also it's very important to distinguish that wealthy and successful are not necessarily the same things. I agree. 
I agree. But the person that's saying, are they ever going to make it? What do you think that they're using as a definer of success? Right. But Okay. Deep breath. Okay. So (laughs) we could have done a whole tangent. That's why I said deep breath. But all right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back to deservedness and how to cultivate more feelings of deservedness um, after this quick break from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by... A circus. A circus. (laughs) And two silly clowns. Um, No, actually today, rather than reading a review, I wanted to share just a kind of a shout out to our product, Redoxy, which is picking up some speed. It is our vitamin C supplement that we often get asked if it's okay to be taken with one of our probiotics. And that is a resounding yes. That is actually our one of our favorite combinations because probiotics address mood and energy and immune health from a gut health standpoint, whereas Redoxy is um, addressing all of those same things basically from an oxidative stress standpoint. So when you come at it from both of those angles, we feel like the combination of one probiotic and Redoxy is a pretty powerful immune boosting, mood boosting, energy boosting combination. So uh, I just wanted to share that. It's a common question we get. Can I take these two together? And there's no reason why you cannot. So um, just a quick shout out to Redoxy. That's our vitamin C supplement available on our website and over on Amazon. Back to the show. Okay. So I thought maybe I would give an example of my worthiness. Malfunctions. (laughs) Malfunctions. No, uh, deservedness. Use the wrong. No. What's the word you? I mean, the show I thought deservedness to deserve something. What does it mean to deserve something? It means to do something so that you can get something. And so in our true nature, we talk about this over coffee in the morning, and then we go our separate ways and kind of think about our angle of this question or topic. And for me, it's funny you brought up um, quitting my job and becoming full time at Lifted. I used to when I worked at my other job. When I wasn't there I, and I was here, I was working on Lifted mm-hmm. because that's what made sense to me is I need to use all my extra time to work on Lifted. When I quit my job, I still applied all that extra time to Lifted. Like it, I had a hard time separating those two. And I think even this morning I was journaling and I said, um, it was a tip from Abraham, but it was, how about you give yourself a day off? Hmm. Like, you are on break right now. You don't need to work. Um, you're just going to relax. And that's what I was writing in my journal. Like, today's a break day. I'm going to relax. There's nothing I have to do right now. And kind of just play with that topic. Ended up working. Ended up talking about work. But it was with so much ease because I didn't have this program in the back of my mind saying, you're not adding up to what you're supposed to be doing. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. I think that's the essence of deservedness is yeah. this not enoughness that is running a program in the back of your mind. So for me, that was my connection to it was that um, I didn't even realize I was running that program until I started doing this journaling. It's like, oh yeah, that's what you've been doing though. That's why you're, you've kind of been in the slump is because you feel like you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a big part of understanding why you feel the way you feel if you can catch that program or the story the storyline will always point you back to why you're feeling the way you're feeling Uh, so i quickly looked up the word deserve and it is a verb 
do something or have or show qualities worthy of reward or punishment. (laughs) So to do or have something. And I think that what we're saying is that you are innately worthy. You don't have Mm. to do anything to prove your worth. And yet we do live in this world where people have bills to pay. Mm -hmm. And in order to have some of the experiences you want, there's uh, money sure does seem to help. So I just think it's interesting to kind of break apart this idea of of, uh, how you add value to the world. It may not always be connected to directly to dollar bill signs that we all bring value in, in different ways. And, um, you know, we've been around people before who said, Oh yeah, they don't, they're worthless. Yeah. And it's like, wait, they're worthless. Like what would give that idea and, and what a, like a heavy title to give to somebody. And if on any level you, you're feeling that lack of self-worth, um, it can be a really heavy burden to overcome. Mm. How can I get inspired and motivated to go after my dreams when I don't even feel worthy? And I think that, you know, this, the idea of this entire episode is that you were born worthy. You were born enough. Mm -hmm. It's just that storyline that continues to, for some reason, play in the back of your mind that is keeping you stuck in that pattern. Because I do believe that when we use our gifts or when we use, follow our passions, follow our joys, that is actually how we serve in the world. And that's how we add value. It may not always be in a direct exchange for money. Uh, It doesn't have to be. It's, it's so much bigger than just that. It is truly um, you shining your light of and being a bright spot in the world that not only provides value, but helps you to feel better too. That's why I think so often we say it's not selfish to feel good. Uh, instead, it's the greatest gift you can give to yourself in the world is to prioritize your mental health and prioritize feeling good and remind yourself that you are inherently worthy and, and deserve all of your desires. I like to say remember, because I think a child that's born they know they're worthy when they're born. And at some point in time, as you get older, you forget. And um, I feel like the hardest part is to remember or to convince yourself it's true. Like, it's just so easy to forget it and then feel like you fall into that model and that trap and that program of how you have to gain it back. Mm-hmm. It's conditional, I think. Yeah. On some level, uh, maybe it's uh, the adults in our life, their own lack of self-worth their, sure. their yeah. own program of not enoughness that we begin to learn this conditional aspect to love. If I do this, then I'm worthy. If I do this, then mm-hmm. I'm a good girl or a good boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, where instead, I guess we're inviting you to re-explore that, um, that storyline and to ask yourself, is that really serving me? That's one of our favorite kind of questions. Is this useful? Is it useful? Yeah. And not necessarily is it true, but just is it useful and is it serving me? And so if there's something in your life that you want, uh, exploring this idea of deservedness is definitely worth a shot. In what ways am I holding myself back from what I say I truly want? Whether it's a life partner, uh, a raise, uh, some material object like a beautiful new ring, um, whatever it is that you say you want, how am I keeping it? away from myself with lack of belief uh, in my worthiness for this desire. Um, Like I said, we've had multiple episodes where we talk about the power of storytelling, um, thoughts 
become feelings, feelings drive our actions, and actions, of course, create our results. And so if you're willing to take a look at that story uh, to evaluate uh, how am I running this program of, of lacking worth or lacking um, deservedness, it could really lead you to uh, some big ahas, I think. Anything else? Oh, I'm glad that you took time to kind of explain worthiness. For me, it's it's easy to go to financial. And I know some people that's a real um, trigger because it's like, that's not how you measure worth. But I think everyone measures it in their own way. And that's definitely a component that I use. I think uh, that's a, the masculine storyline that we're probably the the storyline of like you need to be a man you need to earn a living for your family for sure for sure that that is and maybe i should spend some time figuring out why that's a component in in the in some of the measurements that i use but i never really think that um that's what everyone should use Mm -hmm. that's what's been useful for me Mm -hmm. and i think for sure people have different different uh metrics for measuring but if there's an endless amount of money that you can make, mm-hmm. and no matter how much you make, you still feel like you should be doing more, is it truly a useful metric? Well, <laughs> I think that there's always going to be be more. So whatever metric you use, there's always going to be more. You're always going to want more. That's but the I'm saying, part of be, uh, what if being there is no metric thing. for worth? Yeah. So I, right as I was saying that, I realized. I'm telling everyone that you're already worthy, but this is how you measure how worthy. <laughs> so that's kind of contradictory. So that's not what I'm trying to say. I think it's just. But exposing... I am talking about success, though. Like in my mind, yeah, um, financial is a part of what how I measure success. Mm-hmm. But it's not the only way, and it's right. not the best metric. It's just my metric. Right. I've always prioritized freedom. Yeah. Time freedom. Yeah. So even when before we had kids, and I was out of college, and I had my first real job. I was able to negotiate it as more of a part-time job. And then I would go to the coffee shop and write and work on my creative projects. That was when new business ideas were blossoming and I mm-hmm. wanted to have plenty of time to create those. And I think that for you, you were kind of like, really? You don't want to just that is not how we do it. stay there till like four <laughs> or five, make more money? You no, I really don't. Or stay till six. <laughs> Seven, eight. Yeah. No, I said, I really don't. I feel like this is a good enough contribution. Uh, the rest of the day feels so free that I can do and create what I want with it. Uh, so I've always prioritized time freedom above almost everything. And so I think that as we continue to grow a business that doesn't require us to work all day, every day, but instead uh, really uh, invites us to do more scalable, massive action, and then more insightful, intuitive meditation regarding what's the next right step. I think that hopefully you're kind of learning and seeing from me. <laughs> There's no doubt you were the first entrepreneur between us and the true entrepreneur. I'm the convert. But... <laughs> Do you remember when we went to start the show and you're like, okay, I'll be the skeptic. <laughs> You'll present something and I'll just like tear it apart. Yeah, I, you didn't say tear it apart. I didn't you said say I'll be like the devil's advocate. And then the really cool thing that happened was you were like, wait. Well, so in the beginning, I probably for sure didn't believe in most of the things that we're talking about these days. I thought, eh, maybe they're true, but most likely they're not because the real world's over here. It's and like then, our daughter who's coming around, but she for a while would be like, that sounds made up. <laughs> we would say something about, hey, you know, thoughts become things. And what you give your energy to is what you're going to attract more of. And she would turn to us and just say, that sounds made up. 
<laughs> and then we would say it is. Because and so is everything else. So is everything else. Because if you believe you create your own reality and you can go it on the woo-woo side and just believe it, or you can go to the quantum theory side and study that, but there's lots of evidence showing that um, we do create our own reality and it is based on, on our um, interaction with our environment. So if you believe that, then and you start thinking about that and you start thinking about all these things they can be true if you want them to be yeah and then that's where it gets a little tri- trippy so i feel like it's really important that we loop back to this idea of like you're talking about metrics and then you're also saying like you called yourself on it you didn't it didn't require me calling you on it that well i can see in your eye you're like i'm gonna oh call God. him on it he is gonna get roasted for this <laughs> <laughs> um so how do you practice deservedness without doing anything, Tim? Well, Sylv. <laughs> um, I noticed just by writing those things, like today is a relaxing day. Today is a day that you don't have to do anything. Every day is that day. But writing that, was just that separation, that thinking that way was like, oh, Here's those things that are weighing on the back of your mind that you, like, for example, I used to always get up really early and do all these things in the morning. And recently I've not been doing that. I've been relaxing and waking up naturally. Um, that's been hard because that program starts running. You need to get up. You're behind. Lazy you're, people sleep in. Yeah. Lazy people sleep in. Um, you have so much to do. What are you still doing in bed? And I'm not necessarily... Um, consciously thinking that but it's like that old program still there so then when you wake up with that and then i'm like oh crap it's two hours past the time i normally get up i have to start the journal meditate blah 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 blah. i have to do a walk <laughs> like i'm already like I, that train's already going and just doing that mental exercise today was like oh yeah there's that program you don't need it's not useful get rid of it yeah so i brought up the idea of the house like oh who am i to live in this million dollar two million dollar three million dollar house pick a number yeah yeah any I mean, any number. Yeah. Who am I to live in this house? And then we keep ourselves from that by not believing we're worthy or not believing we deserve it. Mm -hmm. And yet what you're sharing is the perfect example that it's not always things. You have worked your tail off for 20, 30, I don't even know how many years, 25 years or something like that. Something like that. Waking up early, work, work, work. Mm -hmm. Um I was primarily a stay-at-home mom in the beginning years with our kids. Yeah, I had some side hustles, but for the most part, your paycheck was what made us give us the comfort and the the life that we had. And I always so, called it security, but that in itself is a whole nother show, but go ahead. So anyway, um, you have this program running that this is this is how you provide your value. And now we're transitioning to you coming on to lifted and it's mm-hmm. a little bit of an easier going feeling. And mm-hmm. really you're, I always say our main job is to feel good, mm-hmm. to expand our capacity for enjoyment. That's one of our main mission statements for lifted every day to expand our capacity for enjoyment. Because once we start having more fun, we serve more in lifted. It's just what we do. Mm-hmm. Once we are having more fun, we show up in unique ways. We find new ways to get our message out. We continually say our products have barely, um, we've barely touched the tip of the iceberg in regard to how many people we can serve, how many people we can help, how many people have heard about our brand mood boosting probiotics. It's not even um, in most people's awareness. Right. And so, um, 
I believe that deservedness runs deep. It's not just, do I deserve this big, nice thing or not? It's also, hey, let's just feel good. And yet you block it. Like, who am I to feel this good? Mm-hmm. It's not always in the form of manifesting some desire of, of what you think you want. It is in the simplest form of allowing yourself to feel good for no good reason. And so to me, I think it's really a big aha to bust out of that it's not just about creating things in the physical form that you want, but truly allowing yourself to feel the way you want to feel, regardless of what you've created or not yet created. That's the true essence of deservedness, deserving to feel good. Committing to that and prioritizing that, um, knowing that everything else will fall into place. Not when it falls into place, then I'll feel good, but feeling good right now and prioritizing that and making that my top job, so to speak. And from that place, I can serve, I can grow, I can create, but only when I make that a priority and when I'm willing to allow myself to feel good simply because I'm worthy just as I am. As a side note to, um, my previous story, um, usually in the mornings we have coffee together and we'll discuss the day, discuss what we're going to do. And it may take a couple of minutes hours for us to get aligned and <laughs> and what exactly we're talking about because I'm me and you're you. Um, this morning when I did this journal exercise, I noticed that our conversation was much um, quicker to get into alignment. And I, I believe that's because I've had these side programs running where I'm already in this weird mode, weird vibration, and you're already high vibration because you're already done your journaling and I come down to have coffee and I'm over here in this weirdness and you're already here and it takes a while to kind of for me to catch up to you but today it seemed a lot faster yeah well and i would argue it doesn't have anything to do with journaling per se that's one amazing route to connecting to things you appreciate and attracting more of it getting Mm -hmm. clear on what you want um so is meditating so is exercise so are all these things but at the very core it is your belief about yourself in the world that you deserve to be here, that you deserve amazing things, that you deserve to feel good, that you deserve to create the type of life you want, that you can do that right here and right now. And um, so I challenge you to just take a look at uh, the ways that you're blocking yourself from feeling good and then from there creating the things that you want because uh, that program, it it wasn't intentionally set there and it doesn't have to stay there. Mm being willing to look at your patterns of thought can really reveal to you how uh, you're blocking the flow and that you truly do deserve all of your desires. So thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, don't forget to go over and click that rating and review if you haven't done so already. A five-star review actually helps more people find us because iTunes says, hey, look, all these people are enjoying the show. So if you haven't done that yet, we'd really appreciate it. And as always, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you.